0: Well, can you believe it? The 2022 election here in the United States is now just two weeks away. And in these final days, I've noticed a little change in the political landscape. Voters just aren't showing interest in Roe versus Wade or or January 6th. And suddenly, out of nowhere, the Democrats are noticing all the crime that is going on in their bankrupt cities. And all of a sudden, they're claiming... Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome to the Tuesday edition of Truth to Ponder, and I'm your host, Bob Bierman. Well, it's so obvious, at least to anybody that has common sense and will think and will look carefully, that this new born-again, I care about crime experience is about as fake and phony as fake and phony can be. These same politicians, Kathy Hochul in New York, suddenly I'm caring about crime on the subways in New York City. I'm caring about crime in my state. We're gonna take care of it. You just, just reelect me. Just vote for me and I'll fix it. Kathy, you've been governor since Andy Cuomo had to leave in disgrace. You've had plenty of time to address crime. You chose not to. You chose instead to talk about your phony Catholicism that is pro-choice. You've gone to churches. By the way, any church that would bring in a pro-choice person to speak from that pulpit is not a church. It is an apostate organization that has no life or Holy Spirit in it. Period. Don't even think for a second that it does. It is a reprobate church of people that have damned themselves. And Kathy Hochul is one of them. Oh, my faith. I mean, all these phony Catholics, I'm watching them in these focus groups, too. I'm Catholic, but I'm pro-choice. No, you're not. You are either one or the other. Make your decision now. Matter of fact, it comes down to the Christian faith, too. You cannot be a born-again Christian that believes in the Scriptures and the redeeming work of Jesus Christ if you believe you can kill a child in the womb. I'm just telling you, this is what the Bible teaches. And Christianity is not a cafeteria where you choose what you want and reject what you don't. The revelation of Scripture is God's holy word. And I can show you example after example where God valued life in the womb and how it's an abomination to take that life and to kill it. We talked yesterday, that's really Moloch worship. It's paganism. Pagans demanded infant sacrifice. And so did today's Democrats. And these phony churches like, you know, Look at Raphael Warnock, the Reverend Raphael Warnock. Phony as phony can be. Reprobate as reprobate can be. Using his pulpit to talk about everything except salvation in Jesus Christ. There is no redemption in that church. It's all a political show. It is all for power and money and glory for themselves. A once legitimate church is now an apostate organization that has no Holy Spirit left. The lampstand, as it says in the book of Revelation, was long ago removed from that building. And Raphael Warnock is what you get. When you kick the Holy Spirit out. You get a reprobate-minded individual to lead you into hell. That's what you've done. And now we have all these born-again, crime-concerned vigilante governors and mayors and and congressmen and senator wannabes out of nowhere caring about crime. John Fetterman has hated the police force his entire life. But even he, too, is realizing he's in trouble. So back the blue. Yeah, yeah, that'll get me the votes I need. Kathy Hochul in New York State, suddenly she cares about crime. All she has talked about for the last, oh, I don't know, year and a half since she got into the governor's office because of the resignation of St. Andrew Cuomo the Pious His vaccine mandates, firing people that won't take an experimental vaccine, not caring at all about crime, has been silent, silent for a year and a half. Crime was not an issue, but when she saw the polls changing, suddenly she too saw the light. She's seeing the end of her political career is what she's actually seeing. Now, whether, whether Kathy Hochul can fool the voters of New York, and I'm afraid she probably has a good chance of doing it, considering that New York has become, in many parts of the state, not all of it, a truly lost cause. When you have the city of New York run the way it has been run for a number of years now, crime is just exploding the police can't do anything much about it if they arrest somebody they were bringing them in for violent crimes and they're released in a matter of hours with no bail and many of these crimes that have been committed have been committed by people that have already been arrested and released by reprobates that pretend that they are prosecutors enforcing the law they're not They are wolves in sheep's clothing trying to destroy this country from within. So let me tell you, folks in New York if you fall for this phony shenanigans of Kathy Hochul, it's all a lie, it's all a deception. She's not a born again crime fighter, she's a crime lover. And as soon as she is elected, every promise she makes about crime will be dead and gone overnight. On November the 9th, it'll be business as usual or whenever the votes get counted. Whenever it's over, it's over. We go back to releasing criminals. John Fetterman will forget everything that he ever said. Everybody running on this sudden born-again crime platform will abandon it with glee. They're only saying it now because they see their political numbers not looking so good. The tea leaves are telling them, you know, you might lose this election because you are soft on crime. So you better get out there and say something. The worst part is too many voters in New York State look for the D at the end of the guy's name or gal's name or the transgender's name, or the non-binary person's name, to make a decision on how to vote. And they so want to be accepted by the world, they never talk about drag queens talking to little kids. By the way, that raises a question. We shouldn't be so concerned, in my mind, the big question is, it's not so much that you bring your child to see a drag queen. Why does a drag queen need to perform in front of your children? What kind of sick, demonic, reprobate mind does that individual have? There's no life in them. And any church that brings in a drag queen to talk to the kids is not a church. It is a synagogue of Satan, and it will be burned in hell. Stained glass windows, fancy pipe organ and all. Gone. Gone along with those that led it into the sewers on its trip to hell. I'm realizing we live in a time, we don't know how this election will turn out in two weeks. I'm still convinced that there were shenanigans there were things that were wrong with the 2020 election. And if you dare say it, of course, Reuters and all the fake news, social media will tell you, no, it was a perfect election. It was only 2016 when Putin got involved and got Trump in. That according to Hillary Clinton. I'm not trying to be a partisan here because I'm really not. Just so you know, I am... A I'm not even a member anymore of the Republican Party. They've disgusted me, and they have failed me too many times. I withdrew my membership. I couldn't take it any longer. Look at Mitch McConnell, leader of the Senate, at least on the Republican side. What is he doing now? He's spending money on trying to reelect a closet Democrat by the name of Murkowski in Alaska, and the true conservative is the one he's trying to get rid of. Mitch McConnell is a wolf in sheep's clothing. He is a liar. He is a disgusting individual that fools the people into letting you believe he's a conservative when he's a Washington insider. 100%. The man, I wish he was, I pray, if... The Republicans take the Senate. He is ousted from leadership, period. And I wish Kentucky had a recall vote system to get rid of him. Recall him. He's a liar. Total liar. Just like, you remember Paul Ryan? You know, when Trump was elected in 2016, Paul Ryan was Speaker of the House, and he pretended what a great conservative he's going to be. And how we're going to fix everything that was screwed up the last several years under the Obama administration. Remember that? We're going to repeal. See, when Paul Ryan and Mitch McConnell were running the show before Trump took office, when you had Barack Obama, they would consistently bring up to the House and the Senate a bill to repeal Obamacare, knowing full well that Barack Obama would Well, veto the bill. And so every couple of months, there was this bill to repeal Obamacare. And it would go through the House, and then it would get to the Senate, and it would go through the normal process and then go to the president's desk to be vetoed. And they never could get the two-thirds majority together, because they didn't have it, to override it. And so they played this silly game to fool the American people and the conservatives that were out to get rid of Obamacare. And all these other terrible things. So what happens? Trump wins the White House. And they drag their feet about repealing Obamacare. And it barely got through the House. And then when it got to the Senate, one of the ultimate rhinos of all time, phony conservatives of all time, John McCain, was the vote that kept Obamacare in place. He lied and lied and lied again, how he would get rid of it. And when it came down to it, he stuck it to Trump and figured out, you know, he was more concerned about being hate-filled toward a real conservative. Whether you agree with the guy's personal life or not or a lot of other stuff, doesn't matter. John McCain had a vendetta and he used it and we've been stuck with Obamacare ever since. And I can tell you, healthcare was better 20 years ago than it is today, by far. By far. Just to get simple things done. You got to go through this person to that person. Wait and wait weeks and months. That's what we have now. We essentially... And I didn't mean to go this direction, but I'm just going to quickly add this for Americans. We, have a, we now have a nationalized health care system, if you hadn't figured it out. We have it. We've done it fascist style, where the government controls the insurance companies. With their regulations, they have, in essence, created a one-payer system, and you're paying for it. They make the decisions on what these companies can and cannot do. Look, for example, look, for example, during COVID. Hospitals had to follow a specific way of treatment for COVID-19. If they deviated from that prescribed methodology, they would not get reimbursed. And insurance companies and Medicare, nobody had to pay. So. You wait till the lips turn blue. You wait till somebody's on death's door and then throw them on a ventilator. And you get lots of money. Treat them and cure them, you get nothing. Well, Bob, how do you know that? I know it for a fact. A friend of mine was on death's door because of the way the hospital was treating him. Talking rendemsevier and talking a ventilator. His wife wouldn't have it got her two sons and a, and a lawyer and went to the hospital and got him out and got him well. I guarantee you he would have been dead. He was declining that fast. So don't tell me that, you know, the CDC has your best interest at heart or the FDA or any of them. They don't. They're bought and paid for organizations Yeah, the amount of money Big Pharma makes on the vaccines, and that's why they keep wanting you to get it. By the way, here's something else I want to share with you. I wasn't planning to go here, but, you know, let's leave the crime behind. We know the Democrats are going to lie about crime. Yeah, we're going to fix it. And they're not. They're not going to do anything. They're going to lie to you, as they always do, and a lot of Republicans do the same thing. Don't get me wrong. There are a lot of phony Republicans out there. Murkowski is one of them, and I can think of a few more. They pretend they're conservative when it comes election time, then they go back to swamp business as usual as quick as they can. They're bought and paid for. We have the best government money can buy. How do people like Maxine Waters become so wealthy coming out of a very poor district near Los Angeles How do people like Joe Biden own multiple houses? And we're not talking little homes. We're talking big homes, very expensive homes, on a senator's salary. (laughs) You do it by selling out your office. You do it by having sleazy deals with the Chinese and the Ukrainians and the Russians, which he has done. And then we have a reprobate Justice Department that looks the other way when it comes to the Bidens or any Democrat. I mean who really gets prosecuted and gets jail time for contempt of congress it wasn't it wasn't any democrat that i know of that did vastly worse remember when it comes to eric holder people died because of what he did and he and he, he gave you know he, he told the congress where to go he wasn't going to talk to them he was in contempt but nobody cared nobody would care nobody will care because he's a democrat The Democrats own the system. They've gamed it for themselves since the days of Roosevelt where they're entrenched. Remember, they held the House of Representatives for 40 years from the 1950s all the way to the 80s and it's gone back and forth since then. They are masters at getting the bureaucrat class to support them. Why do you think Areas like Alexandria, Virginia, Loudoun County, and all that region near D.C. is so Democrat. It's because it's so full of federal government employees. That's why. If we didn't have a bloated federal government, we wouldn't have Democrat-run areas in northern Virginia, most of Maryland, and a good chunk of Delaware. Delaware. They would tend not to be the way they are. Then you have liberal states like New York, Connecticut, New Jersey, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, and Rhode Island. And some of these states, like you have some seats in in the Northeast. The Democrats have overplayed their hand for too long, especially on crime. And that's why we have all these born again crime fighters and crusaders. We're going to get more cameras. We're going to hire more police officers. This crime has been going on since before the pandemic, during the pandemic, and now in this kind of quasi-post-pandemic period. Why did you not notice for the past four, five, six, seven, eight years this festering crime problem? Because you wanted the chaos because you thought you could control it for your own self-interest, and you didn't care who got injured, maimed, or killed. It was acceptable collateral damage, Kathy Hochul, to you. Every injured or dead person in New York City because of violent crime should lie at the doorstep of the mayor of New York, past and current, and the governors of New York past and current, during this unprecedented rise in crime. Now, getting back to what I was going to mention before about the, about the FDA and the CDC and, and these approved vaccines and what have you. If you remember over a year ago, and we chronicled it on this program, I watched a press conference way back in August of 2021. I think it was August 23rd. It just stands out in my mind. When the FDA had this wonderful press conference about how they were going to approve the, the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine. We have all the paperwork. We're approving Comirnaty or comernity, whatever you want to call it. We have an approved vaccine, and it was a bait and switch because, see, you couldn't get that vaccine. Even after it was approved, it was made by BioNTech over in Germany, but it was the one that was approved by the FDA, but some of the paperwork that took forever to ever get that the FDA alluded to in that press conference, indicated that even though we've approved the one, we're still going to use the emergency use authorized, which means if you take it, you bear full responsibility, and you can't sue the manufacturer, the government, or anybody else. You willingly signed your rights away. Now, there's a problem. You know, at some point, the emergency use authorization is going to have to end. I mean, it should have already ended. But these governors and federal people keep extending a little longer. You know, the emergency, the COVID emergency. I I overheard a conversation in a grocery store the other day, this lady wearing a, a face mask and, you know, gloves and everything else, talking about how some relative of hers had died not long ago from COVID. And how she, you know, COVID's not gone. It's still killing everybody around here. That was her attitude. She was scared. So I did a little bit of checking in this county and the adjacent counties. Nobody's died of COVID recently. Case numbers are minimal. And, like, nobody's really going to the hospital with this stuff. So I don't understand how people believe that. But I guess if somebody says, you know, so-and-so, they had a really bad cough. They had, it must be COVID. COVID. And that's what's happening to some people. They'll never get over the fear. Yeah, I know COVID's around. I know people are getting it, especially if you are vaccinated two or three or four or five times. Your immune system's not quite as good. I mean, a spike protein for for a virus that's long gone doesn't do you any good. It doesn't give you innate immunity. And so why do you think Joe Biden and Fauci and others... And Ro- Michelle Walensky at the CDC, they've got COVID. They're multiple vaccinated, supposedly. We were told the vaccine would stop you from getting or spreading COVID. That's the only reason that a mandate could ever possibly be sustained for the military or in industries like the airlines or you name it. People losing their jobs being a police officer in New York City because they're not vaccinated. Why? It's not going to stop you from getting or spreading it. So how dare you force an experiment that I have no recourse if something goes wrong. You're demanding that I become a guinea pig that may die or be seriously injured. And if I was injured and they knowingly put out a product that hurt me, I can't sue. And this is something you need to understand you know you remember not long ago about a week and a half ago the cdc announced at the last minute and in a little they had this i i, I kind of watched part of the press conference about 20 some odd people on a zoom call a few of them in their private offices wearing face diapers virtue signaling voted unanimously to recommend the COVID 19 vaccines for little children which made absolutely no sense at first because, see, children do not get or spread COVID-19. I mean, it's just, it's statistically zero. A child has got to be extremely compromised with other health issues before COVID becomes an issue. Many go through it quite quickly, like the common cold. Their immune systems are very strong, and then they get trained. Yet they want to recommend this this experiment. And there's a reason they're recommending a COVID vaccine. Now, notice the careful wording on this. There is a definite reason that they did this. Because, see, the emergency has got to come to an end, it cannot be sustained much longer. And that's why they have to approve this for children. So you're saying, well, what, why? What, what's the, is there a connection? Now, you may not agree with everything that Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has ever said or done, but he does make a very valid claim that I have read over and over from multiple sources that I know and I'm very confident with and I trust. So listen to what Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has to say on why did the CDC, without any good logical reason, why did they approve a needless vaccine for children? So they're never going to market a vaccine, allow people access to a vaccine, an approved vaccine, without getting liability protected. Now, the, the emergency use authorization vaccines have liability protection under the PREP Act and the CARES Act. So as long as they're, you take an emergency use, you can't sue them. Once they get approved, now you can sue them
1: unless they can get it recommended for children.
0: Okay, did you catch that? Let me make sure you understood what he said. And I've read this from multiple reliable sources. See, if a vaccine is recommended for children by the CDC, then the liability protection is there for the manufacturer. Do you get it? See, the emergency is going to have to come to an end, which means that they no longer can have an emergency use only vaccine. It has to be an approved one. And of course, last year in 2021, both Pfizer with their Comirnaty or Comirnaty, whatever you want to call it, and and then Moderna with their spike vax, they were all approved by the FDA, but... You never could get that vaccine. You go to Walgreens, you go to CVS, you go to Walmart, you go, you go to your grocery store, your, wherever, you could, wherever you could get this poison. You were to go there and say, I want the Pfizer vaccine because you believed it was approved. You were not getting the approved vaccine. You were still signing your rights away. The same with Moderna. You signed your rights away. Anything goes wrong, it's on you. It's on you. And so, knowing what we know about some of the dangers of this vaccine that the mainstream media tries to vigilantly ignore, it presents a problem if you are the chief financial officer of Moderna or Pfizer. We can't be putting this stuff in people's arms. They may sue us. How do we get around it? Because the emergency is going to come to an end. You know, after three years, it's going to have to come to an end. So what do you do? Recommend it for children. And all of a sudden, the liability shield remains for Pfizer and, and Moderna. And they can start giving you the alleged approved versions. Talk about another bait and switch. We need to give it to children so they don't get COVID and spread it. Well, we know it doesn't do either one. All this did, and I think that those that made this vote all should be removed from that board. People like Rochelle Walensky need to be thrown out of the medical practice, license revoked, fired from government for life. These people are doing a bait-and-switch and switch lying to you. And I'm going to give you one more story before we go to the break. This, this one really, really got under my skin. There is a Dr. Ugar Sahin. Now, he is the he's a doctor, and he is the chief executive officer of BioNTech. You know, that's the partner that Pfizer has. And in that partnership, they developed the so-called Pfizer vaccine, which was the first approved vaccine. And not long ago, he was being interviewed by a reporter from the German Deutsche Welle Network. And the question was asked, and I want you to listen to this answer. The question was asked, why isn't he vaccinated? See, Dr. Ugor Sahin of BioNTech and one of the founders of this company, one of the big wheels of this company, one of the people that pushed out this vaccine. By the way, he produced this vaccine in a weekend on a computer. And when he was asked, well, why are why aren't you and your family vaccinated? This is what he had to say.
2: So I am I am legally not allowed to take the vaccine at the moment. We, of course, consider uh, to make that possible. It is more important for us that our co-workers and partners uh, get vaccinated. So we our goal is to produce more than one point three billion doses in in 2021. And, and that can only be done if we can really continue to. Work 24/7 without any interruption, and we need to ensure that in, uh, that we protect the, the co-workers and our team members from from COVID COVID-19 infection, because that would mean interruption and delay uh, and waste of vaccine doses, and therefore we consider to make an extra batch, uh, uh, independent from the, from the European con- contingent, uh, available to, to, to collaboration partners who are supporting us and to our team members.
0: Now, let me say something, just so there's no misunderstanding. I watched the video of that interview with Dr. Yugor Sahin, the CEO of BioNTech. And he looked really uncomfortable when he was giving that answer. I mean, really uncomfortable. He's grasping for words. You know, he and his wife founded this company, BioNTech. And they made a rough design over the weekend of what this experimental vaccine would be that went through Project Warp Speed and was released on the world. What does he know about these vaccines? I'm not buying a word of what he said. I'm, I'm, Dr. Sahin, I'm calling you a liar. I'm not buying any of it. Your German government was mandating everybody get this vaccine. There was no little exceptions for you or your team. They wanted children to get this. They wanted students to get this, college students to get this, workers to get this, essential workers and doctors. They were demanding you get it. Neighboring Austria, they were going to find you the equivalent of $40,000 American money if you didn't, and essentially lock you in your home. All over the world, the reprobates demanded you take this toxic, And that's what it really is, spike protein. That's an experiment. And here you are. You and your wife and your family are not vaccinated. And you have some bizarre excuse that it is illegal for you to get it. Maybe you didn't take it because you know more about it than you wanted anybody else. Anybody else to to know. You know, he did this Vaccine, which is the Pfizer vaccine, came up with the idea in a weekend. The fastest a vaccine prior to that had ever made it to market was four years, not two days. You know who else is apparently unvaccinated? And this comes from pretty reliable sources. There's a number of claims out there by people that know that even Bill Gates, his former doctor has made it clear that Bill Gates, who demands everybody in the world be vaccinated, does not allow himself or his family to get vaccinated. There's some people I don't know if it's true. They wonder if if some of these people in politics are getting Saline solution, a saline solution or or the vaccine. I don't know. I don't know. But there's something wrong about all of this. Of course, Reuters, their fearless fact checking team for Facebook. They're one of the approved, you know, factless checkers, and they get the ability to mark the stories true or false. They won't allow anybody to contradict what Reuters is saying about Sahin's vaccination status. And what what Reuters has said which is just blatantly untrue, is saying you're wrong. Sahin himself is wrong. And the BioNTech CEO, it really is vaccinated with his own product. (laughs) Doesn't matter what he just told you. Reuters is saying the doctor lied to you. He really is vaccinated. So you better get in line and get vaccinated yourself. But you know, before we go to the break, this is not all Dr. Sahin had to say as he tries to justify why he's not allowed to be vaccinated because of the law
2: because you know that uh, that there is there is a pri- priority the vaccine is not allowed uh, uh, to, to 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 be taken outside of this priority list and what is also important we were even not allowed to participate in clinical trials because because uh, because Per law, uh, it, is, it is not possible to include company people yeah, into such trials, which is really fine. But now we have to deal with the more important important challenge that we need to ensure functionality of our whole company, of our teams. And therefore, this is needed. And, and I think we will find a, a le- legal and, uh, and fair solution for that.
0: So what is your reaction when you hear that from... The guy that supposedly invented, in a weekend, the, um, the Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine. Does that give you confidence that it's really some great stuff? I think everything the guy said was dishonest. I really do. All over Europe, the mandates and demands to get vaccinated or else... There wasn't a lack of supply. If anything, we now know, a lot of these vials of vaccine were expiring on the shelf because in time, a lot of people said enough is enough, which is why so many people are not taking it. Yet Democrat governors, Democrat mayors here in the United States, politicians that are Democrats in particular, and some Republicans, are still big on everybody must be vaccinated. I don't understand why they believe a vaccine that has now proven itself internationally not to stop you from getting or spreading COVID, whatever benefit it gave you at one time is long gone in terms of milder symptoms. All of that has vanished. Yet they still keep pushing this stuff And Pfizer and Moderna get wealthier and wealthier. So when I listen to that so-called doctor, the CEO of BioNTech, trying to squirm away from that question and excuse himself why he is not vaccinated, I think that Colonel Potter in the old TV show MASH, said it best. Mule muffins. Pigeon pallets. Buffalo bagels. Horse hockey. Pardon my French. I know we covered a lot of territory in this first part of the program today, but it's information I felt you needed to have. You get lied to all the time. And one of the reasons we've been doing this radio program for over two years is because there is a propaganda effort out there in cooperation with the mainstream media. Now, one of the good things that I did learn over this past weekend, there's some stories out there that that give me a little bit of encouragement, at least in the short term. We have all these politicians suddenly becoming, as I said at the beginning of the program, born-again crime crusaders. When, in reality, as soon as the election is over, so will those crime-fighting efforts. They will dissipate and be forgotten. We have people that are born-again freedom fighters about vaccine mandates. That, too, will end if they get reelected. We have an FDA and a CDC that can't be trusted. I explained why with the CDC's decision to to put children at risk so Pfizer and Moderna won't have any financial risk for all the vaccines they will continue to make billions of dollars of money upon. I mean that's what that's what it comes down to. It's all about the money. Follow the money. Follow the the patents and all the the awards and who gets paid. It adds up. It really does. And it's scary. We do this program to try to give you some truth to think about. And sometimes some of the things we have said along the way, a lot of people disagreed with. But over time, we were correct. I'm not trying to brag on that. I'm just saying I've been extremely cautious. That's the only thing I do different than a lot of these other programs that are out there. Some, they find this story in an incredibly tantalizing headline. They run with it, and they don't, they don't give it enough time to figure out and make sure that it's legit. And I've been sometimes very cautious, and people have tried to steer me into a direction, and I have to disagree with it, or I don't feel comfortable, and time has proven my decision in those regards have been right. And I give God all the praise, honor, and glory for guiding me in all that I do. Am I perfect? No. Will this program always catch everything? Probably not. It's just just me. I put this program together every day for you. It's what I feel very led at this point in my life to do. And I'll talk more on the other side about some of the things we need to together be doing. Number one, don't be fooled by politicians and promises, even from some so-called conservatives. We've seen how that has worked out in the past. Don't put all your hopes in this election and 2024 here in the United States. I believe we'll get some kind of a respite. I said it two years ago, we might get a respite. And we didn't. I said we might. I wasn't so convinced. Everybody was convinced two years ago Trump was going to win in a landslide. Everything's going to be great. We'll take back the House and the Senate. Look what happened. We did not take back the House. We, in essence, lost the Senate. And Joe Biden became the most derelict president of the United States the United States has ever seen. The only thing worse than Biden is probably Woodrow Wilson, but at least he was cognizant of what he was doing. There's a lot that needs to be done. And I believe we're gonna get a little window of opportunity to do some of that. And we better take advantage of it. And I'll talk about that on the other side. If you believe in the mission and ministry of truth to ponder. By the way, I've got a couple of good listeners out there. I have one that uh, sent me a letter and I've tried I, I tried to reply by email. I thought I had the email address, I'm not hearing back. So a physical letter is going out probably by, mm, by Wednesday, if not sooner. I appreciate each and every one of you that support this this work and encourage me. Some days it's harder than others, but lately you've been encouraging me immensely with the things that you say. And I realize there's a validity in, in what I'm doing. I'm not some big name with all the big video. Maybe I should do a few short videos along the way to get to a different audience. But there's a lot on my plate right now. So I need, more than anything, I need your prayers. And if you believe in our effort on shortwave, would you consider giving your financial support if you can? Make the check payable if you're writing a check or money order to Ancient Word Radio, Ancient Word Radio. And our mailing address is Post Office Box 510, that's P.O. Box 510. The city is Chilhoe, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowie, Virginia. And the zip code is 24319, that's 24319 and any amount you can can spare to help us is always appreciated and we will be right back
1: this is Truth to Ponder with Bob Beartman the first act of the American government coming up Shalom Alechem. this is the nice Jewish boy Jonathan Kahn. your Jewish connection bringing you the Jewish roots of Jesus now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're going to get in love in a moment what was the first act of the American government was it a Meeting, a cabinet meeting, a legislative session, the writing of a law, a proclamation? No. It took place in 1789. That was the first time you had a full government. You had a president, the House of Representatives, the Senate, all together, gathered together for the inauguration of the president. After he made his speech came the first act of the government. What was it? Well, they all proceeded on foot to a church, a chapel. There, they went inside, they prayed. They committed America into God's hands. They worshiped, they prayed. That was the first official act of the American government. Amazing. To pray. They prayed. And and that same day, Washington gave a warning that if America departed from God, it would lose the blessings of God and the favor of God. Well, pray for America. It's easy for a nation to forget its foundation and move away from it, where even prayer is often banned. But it's not just easy for a nation, also a person. When we talk about the nation and you look at it and you say, oh, how how America has gone away from its its roots. Well, what about you? Have you gone away from your first love and your foundation, from prayer, from the word? It's easy to. Get back to your foundation because everything else in your life will only be as good and strong as your foundation on which it rests. Get back to your first love. Like America, get back to your foundation in God. Get back to God for that's where your blessing is. Want more? Ask for The Chapel on CD. Now, the free gifts for you. The mystery hidden for 2,000 years in the sands of Israel. The awesome mystery of the temple doors on CD. You'll love it. And Sapphire is your daily spiritual vitamin spot for a victorious life in God. How do you get these gifts free? Easy. Just remember Jesus' real Hebrew name, Yeshua. And you call it, you dial it. That's it. You will be blessed. But here it is. It's 1-800-YESHUA-1. To get your free gifts, you will be blessed. But call now. It's 1-800-YESHUA-1. I invite you to minister with me and bring in the good news back to the people who gave it to you. Israel, the Jewish people, and the unreached peoples of every tribe and tongue on five continents. The most amazing way of spreading the gospel, the farthest way through Shoreway Radio, you can blanket the earth. It's the farthest way you'll ever impact the world for the gospel. Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1. That's Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. Or write me direct. Here's the address. The Nice Jewish Boy, Box 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. That's The Nice Jewish Boy, Box 1111. One 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 Lodi L O D I New Jersey O seventy six forty four. Till next time, this is Jonathan Khan saying Shalom Aleichem, peace be to you, my friend. In Messiah, Rabinu, our teacher.
0: This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome back to part two of our Tuesday edition of Truth to Ponder. And I'm your host, Bob Bierman. I want to change direction quite a bit in in this segment of the program. There are things that need to be shared in light of everything I said in the first part of the program and this that I share in this part outweighs everything I told you and shared with you in the first part. See, we know that the world is full of deceit and liars. We know that politicians are corrupt. We know that there are those that put their love of money ahead of anything that is good and decent. We understand that. That's the world in which we live. It is a sin-distorted world. And that's why I always remind you that if you believe that somehow we can fix everything in the United States at the ballot box, you are being deceived. You are being deceived. Now let me explain what I mean by that. It doesn't mean we don't vote, we do. I will be voting, my wife will be voting, and we've already studied the ballot extensively so we actually know for what we are voting right down to local issues in our community and state i don't take any of it for granted i do the research i don't take i don't take the claim of some television advertisement on anything that's a fool's errand the voting booth the ballot box it's not how we fix the troubles in our nation. It is not the ultimate way to resolve. And besides, we as Christians know that this world has a date of judgment coming. Whether it's really soon or soon or still down the road a ways, I'm not gonna say, because no man knows the day or the hour. But this is what really really stands out to me in the work that I'm trying to do, not just on this radio program, but in other aspects of my life and my ministry. And I wanna share with you some verses out of 2 Peter, chapter two, and put this into perspective for today and what we shared on this program today and even yesterday beginning at verse 1 in chapter 2 of 2 Peter. But there were false prophets also among the people, even as there will be false teachers among you, who privily shall bring in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that bought them, and bring unto themselves swift destruction. And many shall follow their pernicious ways by reason, of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of, and through covetousness shall they be feigned words, make merchandise of you, whose judgment now of a long time lingereth not, and their damnation slumbereth not. Then in verse four, if God spared not the angels that sinned but cast them down to hell and delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved unto judgment, and spared not the old world, but save Noah, the eighth person, a preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood upon the world of the ungodly, and turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes, condemned them with an overthrow, making them an example unto those that after should live ungodly, and delivered just Lot, vexed with the filthy conversation of the wicked. For that righteous man dwelling among them, in seeing and hearing, vexed his righteousness, righteous soul from day to day with their unlawful deeds. The Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptations, how to reserve the unjust unto the day of judgment to be punished. But chiefly them that walk after the flesh in the lust of uncleanliness and despise government. I want to stop right there. Government. Gee, should we obey every mandate of the government? Well, Peter also says elsewhere, anytime the government is in contradiction to God's word and law, you always obey God over an unrighteous government. Then he writes, verse 10, But chiefly them that walk after the flesh in the lust of uncleanliness and despise government, presumptuous are they self-willed that they are not afraid to speak evil of dignities. Whereas angels which are greater in power and might bring not railing accusation against them before the Lord. But these, as natural brute beasts, made to be taken and destroyed, speak evil of the things that they understand not and shall utterly perish in their own corruption. You know, I could read more of this. The Bible says they'll receive their reward of unrighteousness. If you've watched some of the video coming out of the subway system in New York and other places around the United States, we started out the program talking about what I call the born-again crime fighters that will cease fighting that crime the second they get reelected. They're lying to you. They're deceitful. If they really believed it, they would have done it. But they don't believe it. These are very accursed individuals who are reprobates. They go into these phony churches proclaiming a false and phony gospel. You know, the gospel that says you can live in sin, celebrate your sin, abort your children, and God will welcome you into his heaven. It's a lie. It's a damnable lie. And the more I look at this raving world around us, going stark, raving mad, the deeper my concerns become. The church, so much of it, Number one, we know that the majority of Americans have now followed the ways of those in the United Kingdom and Australia and Canada, Germany, France. They've ditched God. Christians are in the minority, and of that minority of Christians, only a tiny fraction are true believers. The rest are in woke, damnable churches preaching garbage, heresy, and Satanism. God will deal with the pastor that brings in the drag queen. God will deal with the pastor that stands to pretend he can marry two men. God will deal with these churches that have abandoned the truth of the gospel and given you what you want to hear to feel good about yourself. And much of what I need to be doing on this radio program, and in my ministry, is to equip you to be ready, to be ready for the world in which we are rapidly coming into. Our schools teach our children to worship Gaia, which is worshiping the earth. They do it through climate change and a bunch of other stuff that is, well, phony science all their predictions have never come true but they keep wanting you to believe it that's just how it has been we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit we need to be sharing the gospel we need to be worshipping in spirit and in truth and I'll probably talk about that more a little bit later this week we're going to run out of time for today but I want you to understand that we need to fix things and fix it in the church before we worry about the ballot box. Yeah, I'll vote, but I'm working more diligently to be in that ripe field to bring those into the kingdom. If you believe in the work and ministry of Truth to Ponder, would you consider supporting us financially to keep us on shortwave radio? Your gift is extremely appreciated. Make the check payable to Ancient Word Radio. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 510, P.O. Box 510. The city is Chilhowie, C H I L H O W I E, Chilhowie, Virginia. And the zip code in Chilhowie is 24319. That's 24319. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website.